What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is not another Baptist podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. What's happening, man? Hey, how are you, Matt? We are in the truck together. We are, yes, literally sitting in my pickup. Why are we here? Uh, we have an association meeting. Yes, we do. The Mountain Valley Baptist Association. We are in the truck waiting because right now they're having a potluck yep. and we've already eaten yes. and we're going to hear Tar Henderson, I believe. Oh, nice. Uh, of I, the BCNM. Yeah, he's going to be preaching tonight. Okay, cool. uh, but we've talked about local associations before, but since we are here and since we are needing an episode, uh, why don't we do two things in one and yeah. share once again why we believe the local association is important in our context to the work of the Southern Baptist Convention. Of course, we've got people that tune in that may not be SBC. Uh, Maybe they're PCA or OPC or different things. And so different denominations or or fellowships or whatnot are going to have different ways to uh, formulate kind of what they do. But for us in Southern Baptist, we as individual churches, autonomous churches, will cooperate generally locally with some local associations that kind of bring in maybe a uh, county or a few counties together, and maybe they work together to do church planting or, in our case, ESL training and different yeah. things. So, Kyle, yeah. why do you love the local association? Because it's not for coming to a potluck <laughs> uh, because you didn't come. Right. Uh, so why, why do you or, love the— Ordinarily, I'm all on board with a potluck. Yeah. I'm still just—while I'm not— like over the top cautious when it comes to COVID, a yeah. potluck still just makes me a little bit nervous. I so, mean, but it's not going to be a super spreader because this is a right. really small That's association. Yes. So it'd be a mini spreader. Mini spreader. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the reason I love local associations is that the, the local association is, and I think we've talked about this before, it's that first level of cooperation in Southern yeah. Baptist life. It, these are the brothers and sisters uh, with whom we would have. Uh, the same beliefs, right? I mean, all Southern Baptists, all, all affirming the Baptist faith and message. Um, and, and these are our closest in proximity uh, brothers and sisters that we have in, uh, in the SBC. And so this is where, uh, this is really where, you know, the, if we say the, the local church is the headquarters of the SBC, the, the local association um, would be that, that, first level of cooperation that we have. I was wondering where you're going to go with yeah. that, like the embassy or <laughs> the something. Embassy. Like, I was like, he, he started that sentence and didn't quite know where it was going. But I totally agree with that. The other neat thing about it is, like you mentioned, our brothers and sisters in Christ of like faith and practice, all of that kind of stuff is great to cooperate with. But when we are where we are in Mayhill, uh, 40 miles from you, I, the nearest church to me would be in Cloudcroft, and that yeah. is about 15 or so miles. And to be able to come together once every couple of months to get together and fellowship, to get together other times during the year, too, with pastor yeah. fellowships and so forth, helps us realize that we are not, in fact, 
alone because right. there's times where it might feel right. like that. When you're in a rural church setting as ours, yours is still technically rural, but you it do is. have some other pastors around you yeah. that it gives us a chance to kind of bounce off some ideas and see what God is doing in this church, that church, how we can pray for this church or that church or what this one is struggling with or whatever. And, and sometimes we need that yeah. uh, because it can be lonely. And especially even though we've skipped the, the time of fellowship uh, tonight, <laughs> uh, during this season, especially where many people have been isolated, to be able to get together and see how God has been working in their churches, uh, I believe is going to be an encouragement today. But yeah, I agree. Uh, what else? Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the place where it's kind of, as we said, it's the first level of cooperation. It's also kind of that first level of uh, missions. You know, a lot of times associations will get together and do things. Uh, sometimes you'll have like association-wide mission projects. Um, I know here in our own association, we've seen um, churches helping churches. Uh, and so I can think of a couple of, of instances where, um, you know, there's been a, there's been a church that's been struggling and, and the association has a fund that can, that can help with that. Or even, um, you know, I can think of some, some just individual churches that have um, actually donated money on a monthly basis to a, to a smaller struggling church. Um, tons of sharing resources. Um, the association is where we typically will find uh, supply preachers, right, with, with, from the other churches within your local association, those relationships that you already have. Um, it's the place where, I mean, sharing of, sharing of people, sharing of resources. Uh, I know of a church in town that just got uh, an entire uh, sound system and a, even a uh, flat screen TV from another church in the association. And so, uh, you know, it's, it, it builds those relationships so that when one church is in need, uh, another church locally can help meet that need. And you can accomplish things, in, uh, maybe association-wide, particularly in rural areas, that, that a church by itself couldn't accomplish. Yeah, I think it's a great tangible version of what we talk about a lot with the cooperative program, where we are better together, we can pool yep. our resources together. But this is a way that, you know, with some of those things, we send money to, you know, in our case, BCNM, our state convention, it goes on to the EC and so forth, and yep. missionaries go out, church plants go out. And in some sense, unless we're very intentional about it, we're not going to know exactly what is happening right. with that money. We know that Missionaries are going out, plants are happening and all that, but right. we don't always get to see it. But here, when we're hearing those needs and meeting some of those needs, we get to see a very tangible version of that better together side. And, and a great example of that is during the summer. This summer was a little different, but in the summer, we would normally have vacation Bible schools and yeah. so forth. Our association has kind of the the kind of pass the pass the buck. I don't know what you would want to <laughs> call it, but like we, we kind of plan them in, in successive weeks. And then some of the materials that are bought then get passed along to mm. each of the other churches, yeah. which is helpful for those of us that use Lifeway materials. Yeah. There are certain pastors that choose not to, <laughs> uh, one of which is named Dr. Kyle, non-alcoholic <laughs> beerman. Uh, so he does not get that kind of benefit, but the rest of us are able to kind of pull some of those resources together and pass those things on. And I, I've always kind of felt bad for who's that last church that has like a whole truckload of junk that is all like ripped to shreds and they're the ones that have to take it to the that's dump. Where, you know, that's, where, that's where you get into the either uh, you need WD-40 or duct tape, right? Yeah. And and those, those two things can fix almost anything. Yeah. And so 
That's fantastic. Well, another thing uh, about cooperation is over the past couple of weeks, we have had Dr. Bart Barber and then Dr. Greenway. Uh, Barber, of course, is a graduate of Southwestern and past professor there. Uh, he is pastoring in Farmersville. And of course, we had Dr. Greenway, who's the president of the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And so since we have talked about the local association, why don't we just move on up the ladder, so to speak, or, or maybe we would even say from... Uh, just to tee off of the headquarters being the local church down the ladder, so to speak. So we have the church, local church, they cooperate together in the local associations, and then there's a greater cooperation level uh, beyond that. So what's that next level, Kyle? Beyond the local association, that would be the state convention. State convention. So in our case, that is the Baptist Convention of New Mexico. Yep. Uh, certain states have two, as in Texas. We're both Texans. I guess technically I can claim that. I was born in California, but raised in the Great Republic. But still, my uh, blood type is Dr. Pepper. So, <laughs> you know, with that, um, you have... In Texas, SBTC, BGCT, some different levels of cooperation at each of those states. They'll have different CPs and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's then where we can cooperate on a greater level with yeah. camps and maybe a children's home. Yeah. What are some other values of the state convention side? Yeah, I mean, so, so state conventions will have, um, I mean, church planning mechanisms, right? Uh, they'll have some church revitalization uh, funds often, um, as well as... So your your state staff typically is kind of where you have uh, some specialists in some areas that you probably don't have. In, in, I mean, Sam Swan in, is definitely special. Yes, yes, he he Most is definitely, definitely special, special, and and he would be the the youth uh, specialist, yeah. the, the youth ministry specialist. So you know, most local associations aren't, especially in, in rural areas, you're not necessarily going to have um, a youth youth ministry specialist, right? You're not going to have a children's ministry specialist. And so in, in most of our state conventions, that's kind of the level where you have those uh, who have spent a lot of time in those, in those areas and can uh, offer some guidance to churches, uh, offer some coaching, offer training, uh, even come down. And, and so you mentioned Sam Swan, Sam came down and uh, did some, some training for our, our youth leader uh, a couple of years ago. And then, and he actually stepped in and led our, our Wednesday night program for, uh, I think we brought him in over the course of three months, a couple of times a month. And so, and, and oftentimes that's at no additional cost to the church because in a sense, you're already funding them through, through cooperative program dollars. Not, not all the time. Um, but, but at the very least, it's it's much cheaper than going out saying and hiring a specialist a consultant from uh, one of the many private um, ministry firms that are out there that offer coaching and consulting. Okay, next level then. So, Miss Sue at Mayhill Baptist Church okay. has has a hundred dollars that she's going to give on okay. Sunday, and uh, that is going to be her her tie. She gives a hundred dollars yeah. in the case of uh, Mayhill Baptist about. 20% or so is going to immediately leave, but everything that we pass on then, every dollar that goes to the BCNM is going to be split up at that point from what's staying into the state to meet some of the needs here, camps and the different staff and all of that. But then it moves on to the next level, yeah. the executive committee and what happens there. That's our boss, right? That's the Pope. <laughs> no, no, that is uh, the the the, the Vatican, local church, the Baptist is, Vatican. No, false. The JD Greer is not the Baptist Pope, despite what Floyd? The, despite what uh, fake JD had posted on his on his Jonathan Twitter. Jonathan Howe? <laughs> no, 
and praise the Lord, not, right? We, we love Jonathan. No, so the, again, the center, the headquarters of the of church life in the Southern Baptist Convention is the 3510 U.S. Highway 82 in Mayhill, New Mexico. Yes, yes, and 1100 Michigan no, Avenue in Alamo. We don't want New that Mexico. one. And, uh, and whatever we are here, Granado Street in yeah, Tula New Mexico. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, no, so so you send the money on. It goes to the state convention, and then the state convention sends it on to the executive committee. And from there, uh, the messengers to the Southern Baptist Convention have approved a proposed budget that then tells the executive committee where to send uh, the portion that they get in the cooperative program. And so it's not. Uh, it's not Ronnie Floyd or Jonathan Howe saying, hey, we have $100. It seems like a good idea to send this much to NAM and this much to IMB. It, that is dictated by the messengers to the Southern Baptist Convention who have approved this budget that that tells where every dollar that comes into the executive committee goes. And typically, the, the, the two biggest areas for that are the uh, International Mission Board is the biggest. Uh, North American Mission Board is second. And then after that, you have uh, the six seminaries, uh, the ERLC, the executive WMU? committee itself, and I think the WMU yeah. is a part of that as well. I thought so. What's your favorite one? <laughs> I'm contractually <laughs> out. So, so, so I, one of them pays Colin. me, it's true. But my favorite is the International Mission yes. Board, because that is why we— That's why we're that, together. Yes, that's yeah. why we were formed as Southern Baptists. Now, look— I'm obviously a big fan of NAM, right? Um, and I would say this even if they didn't pay me, but we, NAM does great work. But but the thrust of who we are as Southern Baptists is found in the to international mission To propagate the gospel. Yes. And and that's how we do that. We do yes. that across the, the globe, across the country, and it's a great joy to be a part of it. We love it. And one final story about one such entity that gets some of those uh, monies is our sponsor, the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, a pastor friend of mine. I'm not sure if you know him, but his name is Chris Wright. He is at North Hills Baptist in Burleson, and he sends me a picture just a moment ago as I was driving down the mountain, and I may or may not have been texting. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of a white car with a Swibbits license plate, not a Swibbits okay. license plate frame. It said SWBTS oh, nice. on it. And then as I started looking at the car, he's like, who is this? I started looking at the car and I see that on the license plate, it also had the cyclist. And then it had like the Clemson logo and some of this kind of stuff. And I was like, that's Travis Carnes. <laughs> and I was both... Uh, you know, one, he's like nine feet tall and it was a small yeah. car. I was trying to figure out how did he fit in it? Maybe the seat is all the way to the back seat. I don't know. But the other was, uh, Chris was getting out of the car to take a picture of this car so he could send to me. And Kearns is about to get out of the car to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you taking a picture of my car? So they're about to have a what for conversation out there. But instead, neither one got out of the car or made contact. So they still do not know one another. But they were That's behind funny. one another at Chick-fil-A. So that is our story. We're sticking to it. We hope you were somewhat encouraged and, and maybe had a little bit of a refresher on why we cooperate as Southern Baptists. Yep. And, uh, and you may be Orthodox Presbyterian or 
or whatever it may be, but there's different ways that your denomination or fellowship of churches is going to cooperate. Uh, but I think one thing that a lot of us have in common is this idea that together we can do far more yes. than we can apart. And so Absolutely. if you are a part of the SBC, just thank God for what he is doing through each and every dollar that is sent because lives are being changed and people are getting saved. So have a wonderful day. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?